Don't mind me. Just sneaking out to go to Kohl's. The home deals right now, they're too good to pass up. Like up to 40% off Cuddle Dead's bedding, up to 50% off the cutest fall decor, and up to 25% off Ninja Kitchen appliances. How can I resist? You can even get 15% off or 15, 20, or 30% off with a Kohl's card. So, yeah, I'm going all in for fall, and I can't even wait. Select styles. Offers end October 17th. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. Okay. Oh, dang. He cleared his throat for this. So. Good morning, OnlyFams. Happy Fantastic Friday. From your favorite foursome. Where we co-parent with a twist. It's way too early to be doing this. It's morning, guys. It's actually morning. I'm good to go. I'm not. For once, Gabe is like full force. (laughs) I'm not. I, I really like this morning thing. Do you want to talk about why? <laughs> okay. So we usually come to record episodes at nighttime just because we have the kids or Logan was going to school and then we would pick him up and then the best time was always at nighttime. But we would always get interrupted because if we record it too late, then Gabe's sister, who usually comes over to watch the kids, leaves and then we have Malachi in the room with us, and we're just interrupted the whole time. But we got Malachi into a preschool, which Yay! means everybody is in school right now. What? Jealous. All, how many kids do we have together? Nine? Seven. Yeah. All nine of our kids? Seven, and I have two. No. Well, I have three, but it counts with yours. Well, but let's see. My five, six, seven. Oh, yeah. Is that technically Eight? equal ten? <laughs> we have like anywhere between like five to nine kids. Yes. <laughs> it just depends on the day. Yeah, it but depends on the day. They're all in school. So now we, we're going to hopefully record all these Our podcasts. house is literally half a classroom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. When they're home. That's I was true. like, right now, no. But right now yeah. there's no kids. There's no kids, which means we are, we're changing changing up our schedule, which we're all super excited for. Except that these motherfuckers showed up at my doorstep at 8.50 this morning, ready to record a podcast. And I'm over here <laughs> half awake. I cannot. I'm not a yeah, morning person. We Chris, were, we Chris texted me at 8.30. And I was, I was like, how's this dude functioning right now? This dude is not <laughs> No, he takes the kids to school every morning. I get up. We have our routine in the morning. So, like, I, I get up. For, well, okay, me, I get up first. I'll Mimi usually, gets up first. I'll get up first. Well, Mimi is always awake. Mimi's always awake. But I wake up first. I'll wake up Chris, even though he fucking sets his alarm at 6 fucking 45 every fucking goddamn morning. It's your alarm, Excuse not mine. my language. But every morning, and it's not just like a diddly diddly. It's like a bam bam. I'm so sorry I did that to your ears. But you know what I mean? It's that alarm. It wakes the whole fucking house up except him. He snoozes it every morning. It's not snooze. I turn it off. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's his 15-minute warning. And then I wake up. And my alarm goes off just like diddly, diddly, diddly. And like, I'll wake up and then I'll go around. I'll wake him up. He's in charge of Addy. I'm in charge of lunches. And... We're all in charge of. I'm trying to think what Addie else is there. Addie is a full job in the morning. 100%. Addie actually is a full job. Like, I would gladly take. Chris pretty much has a hundred percent control over Addie. I can handle the rest of the four kids. Completely. Oh my god, the f- other four are easy compared to one morning with Adeline. She is just not 
a morning person. She's not. What were you going to say? I was going to say like their mom. <laughs> I'm not a morning person either. So no, I, I like easy to feel in the her. morning. Chris. <laughs> no, I'm not a morning person. I'm a night person. But she's just like very slow to wake. Anyway, so I'll walk over. I'll wake up Chris. Chris gets up. He deals with Addie. He takes a shower and then he takes all the kids to school. Like I'll pack their lunches and get them ready, except Addie. He'll get Addie ready and then he'll take them all to school. And then when he takes them to school, then I go up and I get ready. And it's a good, um, what's it called? Rotation. Rotation. We, ha- we like have it down because like he gets up and Chris is the kind of person that has to take a shower when he opens his eyes. Is anyone else like that? No, I usually, I like taking night showers before I go to bed. I like night showers. I like taking morning showers, but not the first freaking second I open my eyes. Like I need a few hours to like, wake up. I like, I cannot leave without being ready. I have to, I Just have take a my shower, routine. get dressed. It's not even that you can't leave. It's like every morning when you open your eyes, you get in the shower. Like you literally open your eyes and you walk to the shower. Mm-hmm. I could not ever do that. I'm it like, I don't want anything. Wake up. It's, it's yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's nice to wake up. I mean, when you I do the know. same thing for 40 years of your life. You 40? 40? You're aging him. <laughs> he is only 33, sir. Wait, are you 33 or 34? You're 33, right? <laughs> just even know your age. I don't know. We're just aging so quickly. But anyway, why did we even... Okay, so anyway, that leads the school. to... Yeah, it's funny, though, because Malachi is not a morning person either. So this is his third day How at school. How is it going? He absolutely loves school. Oh. And he doesn't cry. This morning, it was a little like he didn't Rough. want me to put him down. But like the first two days... He, I dropped him off and he was fine. No crying. Picked him up. He's been napping for them. Wow. Yeah. And he's, he's perfectly fine there. Um, He was so ready. But he's been wanting to go to school for so long and he is not a morning person. So the, it's been hard to have him wake up and eat breakfast because they don't serve breakfast at his preschool. They only give him lunch and snacks. So I've had to get him up and. Do you force your kids to eat breakfast? I do. No. Well, I do. Logan. They need to eat breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Logan naturally does. Yeah. But Malachi, we have to force. Yes. I've, I um, I have two. Actually, both the girls are the ones that like don't want to eat breakfast in the morning, which I know a lot of people don't. Like that's definitely. I, yeah, I didn't in high school. A thing. But I think it's so important when you're sending that's your kids to school. the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Right. And I get it that they probably would just want because there's a lot of people who just want to wake up and they don't want to eat for a couple hours. But when it comes to school, like today, for example, on minimum days, they don't serve lunch. Yeah. So they come home at 12 or 12.30. What is it? I think it's 12. <laughs> I'm like, I, don't 12. Even, I think it's 12, right? 12.30. No, wait, 12.30. Let me check, wait. I'm tripping. No, it's 12. So they come home at 12, but they have they don't get served a lunch. And like they can bring a snack, but it's like, no, you need to eat lunch. Yeah. So I'll pretty much you focus make them. better. Yeah, not like force feed them, yeah. but like I like, hey, strongly something, encourage. something small. I was like that yes. when I was in junior high and high school. I rarely ate breakfast, and I used to eat breakfast, yeah. or I used to have like money on my account to eat lunch at school. I didn't bring right. anything ever, so I would eat every once in a while. But breakfast and breakfast foods are not really my thing. Mine either, and so it's I don't even eat breakfast every day. Um, as an adult, so I can't blame them for not wanting to eat, but it does right. help them focus more because mid-morning if they didn't eat breakfast they're gonna start to feel hungry yes and then their stomach's gonna rumble and then they're not gonna be focused because they're gonna be hungry so yeah it, it is important for them to eat at least something small something like malachi we've had to um 
give him cereal or yes. or make him you know french toast sticks or give him something oh that's what um, I this morning. fruit he's been eating berries like just give him something in the morning lilia was cheerios just plain you yeah, know lilia cheerios. her plain ass cheerios she does not like honey nut cheerios just plain and no milk sometimes it's just <laughs> like she has a handful of cheerios and i'm like you need something but lately her thing has been eggs she wakes up and makes herself eggs every morning I can't. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of eggs. Me either. (laughs) I love eggs. Oh well, she gets that from you. I have to be in the mood. I and I only like them scrambled. Same. But oh no, that's the worst way to do it. What? He likes the runny yolk. (laughs) Yolk. Let it run. Yolk. Yolk. (laughs) Yolk. Actually, I'll do the sunny side up ones, but not runny, but on my avocado toast. Yeah. But I don't do avocado toast in the morning. That would be like a snack. I every morning I eat my whole wheat fucking English muffin. It you know says what? fucking on the package. Wow. Okay. Just <laughs> you know what, though, too, meat. is hunger hits kids at the worst time ever. All the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If they don't yeah. eat, it always hits at the worst time. It's like, oh, we just got in the car. I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. Or they're at school. It's like, oh, you have a quiz today. Oh, I'm, I'm so hungry. hungry. That's why it's good. But I don't think that they fully understand that. Like, no. that's why they have to eat is because yeah. you're not going to focus at school. But, um. All your kids, they go to the same school, yeah? Yes. So it's just one drop-off. One drop-off now, thank God. But they do start at different times, which is interesting. Um, But it works because we typically run on the later side. So the big kids are never late to school because they start 15 minutes after the rest of the kids. Yeah. That's really weird. I've never seen that. That is weird. Yeah. I I actually really like it. I don't know if it's, if there's a reason. I think the reason for it is for like pick up and drop off because they also all get out. It's all staggered. Yeah, they stagger it because they also get out all at at different times. At different times. So, yeah. But you just keep them. If you have siblings, then you just like sign up for this thing and then they all stay and then you can pick them up at the same time. So it works out still. But for the most part, like there's staggered times for everything and it actually cool. i really actually like it that's cool so we have to take malachi we drop him off first because his i know that's been bothering me my amber sticker is falling off chris i need a new one <laughs> oh his is falling off too yeah sorry go ahead we need to replace these but we drop malachi off first because he's on the way to drop logan off because logan's school is across town right. so we dropped malachi off first although the first day of school we didn't drop malachi off first because oh. he had an eight so we had him eat in the car yeah. while we were driving and yeah. we didn't have to come here because right. uh, where logan's school is it's right by the freeway so if we were coming here to record it makes sense to drop malachi off and then logan and then come straight here yeah it's like all on the way yeah so we dropped malachi off and then logan off and there is a preschool um within logan's school so logan's goes to the christian school and it's kindergarten through 12th grade or mm-hmm. preschool through 12th grade but malachi has to be fully potty trained to go and so i want to keep him at the, the preschool he's at now because they help with potty training right and then once he's fully potty trained i want to switch switch him to the same school as logan because he could be there the same times as logan so right. i could drop them off together and i can pick them up together and i feel like that would be easier for me than having to make two different stops oh yes but he's he is peeing he has pull-ups at school and he's been peeing they have like the little mini toilets and the very first day when we went to pick him up i talked about this in one of my vlogs yeah but when we went to pick him up the teacher had asked us like does he learn to pee sitting down or standing up and we're like sitting down because we have the seat that goes on the potty yeah and she said that he went in there and wanted to pee standing up and he lifted the toilet seat (laughs) he lifted the toilet seat and everything freaking big boys don't even do that and i'm like how did you learn this and where did you learn this because maybe from watching dad yeah um and i'm just like i don't know where he got the idea to do that but i think because the toilet is his size 
He's like, he I could do this. He feels more confident that he could do it. So he'll pee standing up there. He still hasn't pooped in the potty. Oh. So I feel like once he actually poops in the potty, then it'll be like faster to potty train him. But right. then I'm debating like whether or not I want to keep him in the preschool now or once he like the second he's fully potty trained, switch him over. I don't think so. I think he'll regress if you do that. You That's do. a lot of change. Yeah. Like, I feel like any kind of mild change that kids have, they regress, especially with potty training. And that's a messy regression. We don't want that. Well, I yeah, think, that's too, true. the class that he's in helps, like, they'll help encourage him to go to the bathroom. Whereas if you transfer him to the other class, they're just going to expect him to go. Yeah, and then there's going to be and new then they people. Won't help I would say keep him here for the rest of the school year. And then that's what I was thinking. To brand do new school year. Yeah, that's do it. that would be that. I think that's probably what I would need. As long as you like it. And he seems like he likes it. Yeah, he does. What if you switch him and he hates it? That's And then yeah. you're back at square well, one. See, the issue is, is that this preschool had has just opened up recently. Right. And so their enrollment, like they can only have, I think they said like 10 max kids. That's nice. But right now they only have four. Wow. And they're not, and, and Malachi is the only one that's there full days. That's a good, like intro for him though. Like yeah. to be like, thrown not too into many school. Kids. Yeah. And so he gets a lot of attention. But he, He's like, probably the other kids, it. the other kids that are there only go there part-time. And part-time is only four hours. Wow. And I don't know if they go every day. But That's Malachi crazy. just goes Monday through Thursday, full days. And we pick him up after nap time and drop him off in the morning whenever we're headed to take Logan to school. But I feel like he doesn't have a lot. I wanted him to go to preschool to be around a bunch of other kids. But like, I'm there's sure not a lot of other them. kids. I think so, too. I think... I think now, because the preschools in our area, a lot of them are opening. like o- opening or they're over, you know, booked right. to where they don't have openings for kids. And so I think that um, now that this preschool's open, there'll be more people who enroll. But he does have a friend that he talks about that he oh, sees. Oh, no way. Stop yeah. it. After two days, he's so yeah. cute. And he knows the name. He knows Malachi's his name. so smart. He knows the teacher's names. Yeah, they told us. They're like, oh, I'm so surprised at how he talks and he speaks so clearly. Because I guess there's another kid that goes there that's Malachi's age. Right. But he's harder to understand. Right. And so they were like so surprised that Malachi Malachi's a so brilliant clear. child. Like, I think he's like the future Einstein. <laughs> he like knows shit that like no two-year-old knows, I swear. Yeah, he's yeah, smart. He's so aware of he everything. Is. He's aware him. of his body. Yeah. He's aware of the surroundings. He's aware of a lot of things. And he'll tell you how he feels. Yes. He yes, will. he will. <laughs> Instead of like screaming and crying and throwing a fit. What does he say? He would say, he'll be like, I feel so He's something. like, I'm mad. I want to scream. I want to scream. Like, That's what it is. He'll so tell cute. you what he feels, which is crazy because I've never mm-hmm. seen a toddler like that to express his emotions because... It's like, at that age, how do they really know what they're feeling? But he'll be like, I want to cry. I want to scream. I love him And then so he'll much. explain, like, how oh he's feeling God. and what he wants to do with it. That's the thing. It's like, so he, can, he can determine what feeling he's having, whether it's sad, angry, happy. And then he'll say what he wants to do as a result of that. And I'm like, as a two and a half year old, that's, You're I mean, so I can barely smart. even do that as an right? adult. <laughs> You're like, I don't even know what I want. So we're, all, like, we're all just too fucked up to process. Our own <laughs> yeah. Feelings. We're like, he's just, too, he's pure still. He's yeah. right. <laughs> you have to keep that. You have to like talk to him. I mean, I'm sure you do, but like with when he says that, that's like, it's okay to scream. Like, or yeah. it's okay to want to scream. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't know. But that's just so, he's so beyond his years, I swear. So he's going to thrive so there. Funny. I think he's going to thrive in school. I do. And I think that it, it is a good idea for him to be in a preschool with 
maybe less kids so it's not so overwhelming because i know that he loves to play with other kids his age but People i think like getting used to it because we just threw him into preschool full-time like monday yeah. through friday full days and he's not used to going anywhere for that long ever so surprisingly he's done really well and i think that he's gonna be the kid who enjoys school and loves school and wants to go to school and i hope that he keeps that because right now he's obsessed with school yeah and i'm hoping you gotta get him into montessori montessori is like why i watched this video on youtube about um like the difference between montessori and because when i was like first looking into it and there's this one video that explained it so well about how it's natural for kids to want to learn that is a normal thing they are born even as adults we want to learn. We just don't. When we think of school, we think of sitting in a desk with 30 kids and a teacher talking at us. Yeah. Like that's what school is. But that's not what learning should be. You should always want to learn. And so having that Montessori experience is the opposite yeah. where it's child led. I, I won't go on to all the stuff, but like I feel like he would thrive somewhere. See, we He was signed up for Montessori. We had to pay the registration fee and everything. But then because they had a teacher shortage, they oh. raised the prices like way too much oh yeah they're private schools there, yeah huh? That's they right. raise they raise the i guess you need to move up much. here <laughs> well think <laughs> about too, siblings in think about too as an adult if you want to go do something new you're learning about it right like you try a new sport learn a new people program. love learning new things like people think it's sad that there's like this guy described it as like a light burning under like just a a, a light how do i describe it like a fire to, under a your fire ass. under your ass literally like you want to you have this you have this brain that wants to absorb this information in natural school, like normal school settings where you have 30 students and it's this and you have quizzes, you lose that light. The light goes out because you have no desire. Learning is no longer fun. It's about quizzes and numbers and what your grades are and no longer about what you're actually taking home from it and what you're actually learning. So standard thinking is like, I hate school. Like that's what we're yeah. we've learned is that we hate school. I mean, I I hated school, but I liked learning about things. Yeah, yeah. Like learning, and it should school, be like we, that. We naturally want to learn. Like, have you ever like ever got motivated about something like in your adult life, and you like go on YouTube to learn about something? And yes. You just get sucked in that rabbit hole all you the just time. Wanna, you, it's like when you actually want to learn something, you yeah. put all your attention to that. But and that's what it should be. Yeah, but like school systems, like. I mean, I don't mean to rip them, but I feel no, like yeah, they're, they're more worried about you passing, not learning. And it's because like, cause my mom was a teacher and she's like, it's so true because they have, the teachers have expectations from higher up people. Like everyone has someone higher up that's looking at them. Like, what are the grades? What are the numbers? We need to be the best. What is it? Push your kids, test push scores. your students, test exactly. scores. Da, da, da. And then it all becomes about how good your school is based off of the numbers and no longer about the students and what they're learning and what they're taking home. Exactly. But uh, yeah so they're it's losing a, it's that. about uh, just them passing and it's going the on system. it's not it's not about educating anymore yeah teachers have so much pressure on them because it's not the teacher's fault the teachers have so much pressure on them from administrative and administrative have so has so much pressure from state and it's just all like this domino effect that ends up the kids ha- like sacrificing because then i mean it's not like the school system's bad like it's a great school system whatever california in general has a pretty good school system but Generally speaking, you lose that desire to want to learn. Or I should say a lot of kids lose that desire. And it's so sad. Like I watched that video and I was like, oh my God, that's so sad. You know what they need in school? They need classes that teach how to fix shit around your house. That is what Montessori is. Yeah. like It's more hands-on chores Montessori is. Yeah. yeah, Like they have homework. They'll teach you how to like 
I don't like like hook up a like hose for a washer and dryer. That is, it's called practical life. Right. Yeah. Exactly, everyday things. So they that's what our our kids come home with homework, and it's like make your bed, um, have a movie night with your family, do the dishes. So they Montessori strictly believes that home time is meant for home and school time is meant for school. So at school, like one of their practical life things is like how to learning to tie your shoe. Like that's like one of their practical life things. They teach you things that you actually need to learn in your life. Like. It's crazy. It's true. Um, so when I was in late elementary school, early middle school, we had a class. I can't remember what grade I was in, but we learned like we learned cursive and our yeah. public schools don't teach cursive anymore. Mm-hmm. Most There's of no them. time for it now. And then um, I also learned how to write checks. I learned. Wow. You learned yes, how to write checks I learned in how to write I checks in elementary. I did not learn that. Me either. No. It was like elementary school no. or middle school maybe. I had it in high school my freshman year in economics. Oh, I took economics, but yeah. I did like not learn how to. Absolutely Stuff not. that no. you would learn, you know. That's like real like I know how to shit. write a check because of how I learned it in school. Yeah. And I can't remember what grade I was in. And I always give shit to Jessica. She's, she's like, how do you write a check? I was like, you never <laughs> learned? Know. No. I think no. I've only written like one check in my life. I, you know what? You know who fucking only takes checks is schools. Yeah. yeah. They always take checks. They and I'm like, checks. I'm like who are we? Where's your Venmo? Scouts. Well, uh, yeah, I just. Girl Scouts. Yeah. I just never cared to do checks because I hate waiting for them to take it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm only going to have this money for so <laughs> long. <laughs> so every anytime I had to do something like that, I would, do ju- money I, order. I would do a money order. We had order. to pay rent oh. and checks so before. Just, I was just like, it's already out of it's, it's out of my bank account. Out of sight, it's here. Out of it's still a check. It's gone. Take it. Yeah. We used to have to pay the very first house that we lived in. Um, the little yellow house. Yes. We used to have to take him the check. Like we couldn't. What? We couldn't um, so mail it school. or anything. We had to drop it off to him. That's dumb. He, he was like around the corner from us, but we had to drop off a check. Are we in the 1900s? So, like, yes. like why? Why so, not just give him cash at that point? Yeah. I mean, so we just did a money order, and then so it took out. It took out right away, and then we didn't have to worry about it anymore. Let, That's so frustrating. Time, Let me tell you though, I learned a, a very valuable lesson about checks because when I first started writing checks. And I realize that they don't cash right away when they go oh, to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I like check my account. I'm like, okay, I paid my car or whatever. And then I would check my account like two days later. I was like, <laughs> I still rich. have the same amount of money. I was like, this is cool. The check's gone. <laughs> and then I like, I spent money and then my check bounced and that was a bad day. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I was oh, like, no. I was like, dad, I need like. I need like three hundred dollars. <laughs> dad, I need three hundred dollars. That's the thing, though. It's like if you don't calculate that in your head. Like my dad, he has been writing checks for, for my whole life. I always yeah. remember him writing checks, and he would balance his checkbook and everything. And oh now, my God. now he only has to pay one thing in a check. The rest comes out automatically, or he pays online. Direct deposit but, is it? Yes, but before he used to have to write checks, and he would balance his checkbook and all that. And my, my mom, she's an accountant. Oh, that's right. So like my whole life, they were all balancing checkbooks, and everything's written down. And even my grandma, like my grandma had a, a checkbook. My grandma paid most yeah. of it in checks. My grandma so, still writes checks. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think old people like they still, they still write, write checks. checks. But I a mean, lot of grocery do, stores but... and a lot of stores don't take checks anymore. Some of them do, yes, but. It, it's funny because for me like i don't i don't balance it like i write a check and then i give it away yeah and me, then me i either. don't write it in a book or anything i don't that's a lot of work dude let me tell i did it for like because after my check bounce my dad was like i'm gonna teach you a lesson and he made me balance a checkbook for like 
three Good. months. Good. And it <laughs> fucking <laughs> sucked. It does. You know what's nice though is like now when you write a check, you, it, the picture of it is shown in your bank account. It is. So, yeah. so it's you almost, see what it is. I don't know if balancing checks. I nope. guess it, it would still be necessary. And if not you only write that too, I had to balance the checks I wrote and I had to balance the debit transactions yeah. I did. That's because bold. he's like, now you need to know how much you have after you swipe your card. And I was like, this is stupid. I was so mad. It's so funny. <laughs> it's such a good valuable lesson though. Like it if is. we all sat and took the time to do that, we would probably have a much healthier spending habits. Yeah, I think so. Because then you're aware. Yeah. You're like, oh, do I really want to buy something today? Because then I'm going to have to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to balance my checkbook. But even it- like me writing checks now, um, <laughs> like my cursive is not as good as it used to be and i'm just like wait how do you do that letter again <laughs> and then so sometimes i just like handwrite it i was never good at cursive no you you write your checks in cursive yeah why because that's how i learned oh i, I never learned, have done that ever. i learned to do i didn't it learn cursive. how to write checks though either, and then it's so. funny because logan had since he he's going to a new school he had to like sign you know how they sign like student conduct yeah stuff. and so he'd try he's yeah. trying to sign his name <laughs> in like cursive but yeah. he's never been taught cursive so it's funny i'm, I'm just thinking like how are all these kids going to sign their name? Like, what's their signature going to be? It's going to be in print. In print. Yeah. Lilia learned cursive, but um, I think it was because her teacher had, like, extra time at the end of the day or whatever. So she taught her students cursive. So she learned. But I don't. For, as far as I know, the rest of the kids don't know. But yeah, it's just, like, not know. a standard it's, anymore. Yeah. I'm, I always wonder about other states and how their schools are. Like, what, what do they learn? If you're from another state... Do you comment, still on our, comment on our last Instagram post at Fantastic Four Official. Let us know. Is your standard include, does your standard include cursive? And what grade? I feel like I'm it's such curious. a third grade thing, right? I think like, mine was fifth. I learned. I don't I learned know. Third. Fourth? My, my grandma writes cursive and it is like the most beautiful handwriting I've ever seen in my entire life. What it grandma is. has bad handwriting though? Like think about it. Grandmas <laughs> have the best fucking handwriting. But like, I'm like, never going to have that. I'm never going to be the grandma with good handwriting. I've, no. I've watched her like write out a letter or like a lesson plan because she, so she, she like, um, she does college classes and she teaches like cake decorating and stuff. And I've seen her write out like a lesson plan and it is like so like perfect every single I I don't get it I could never it's crazy though because if our kids or young adults have never learned cursive they're not going to know how to read it oh shit yeah so if you write yeah, out cause like s is not an s yeah s is it's so not, different yeah. it looks you could probably try to figure it out but it's gonna guess. be hard to read so I it's like think about that yeah if they don't so the older generation that's still writing in cursive the younger generation is not going to be able to read it <laughs> grandma what does this say like, what is this you know what? it's say? almost like a second language for english yeah it's, it's hard like a different it's hard to read if you don't know dialect. like what i never the thought about that yeah that sucks dude it does we need to put we need a petition to teach our kids um cursive cursive <laughs> teach our students cursive i think I it's just know. a good like skill it, it I sucks mean, to learn but but she's right like how are you gonna read other things from but think, how, how many things are cursive away. so many things like what like anything written before fucking 1990 is in cursive that's not true i mean no but like a lot of them anything written handwritten. before like 1950 okay so they're never gonna need it to read anything it's just it's not practiced a lot anymore that's why they don't keep it really in school that's yeah the but issue. a signature is supposed to be a signature and a print is supposed to be a print because it says print your name yes. and then signature. I, I know that part i mean they at least got to learn to sign their name but i'm just saying cursive is just i guess it's just on us parents it's then. not really used anymore 
Yeah, I wish it was. I it is such a pretty like handwriting, and I well, feel like it le- it makes things less sloppier. Although yeah. I have seen like cursive that's really sloppy. Yeah, and I'm like it just looks like chicken scratch. I mean, just no <laughs> one really handwrites anymore. That's true. That's it's like all everything's electronic. I well, mean, the point of cursive was to you know take your pen off the least of the paper. You know, just have a flow. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. They say variety is the spice of life. They also say that Drizzly is like having the world's largest liquor store in the palm of your hand. So why not combine the two things they're constantly talking about with Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery? All you do is just enter your delivery address and they'll show you what's available in your area. Browse thousands of new, local, well-known, and not-so-well-known products. Select your favorites, pick your local liquor store, and press that magical order button. Kick back and relax. Drizzly will let you know when your driver is on their way with the goods and boom, Drinks delivered in under 60 minutes. This is so convenient, especially for us, because we're always hosting parties. So go check out Drizzly now by downloading the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com and use promo code SPICE5 for $5 off your first order. That's drizzly.com and use code SPICE5 for $5 off. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who... They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. A quick Google search and less than half of the nation... It requires you to learn cursive. Less Dang. Than 21 states require cursive in their curriculum. Wow. It was 14, and it jumped up to 21 for 2020. Really? So it's like kind of making People a People realize what Amber said. <laughs> yeah, you can't read it. <laughs> You're like, wait, how are they supposed to read what, what I'm crazy. saying? Yeah, I believe that I was in fifth. It could have been third. I was thinking fourth now. I don't even think about it. Between like- third and fifth grade, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> We I learned, learned in third it. grade. Yeah, third, I remember that. Third through fifth grade, I believe we learned it. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. I guess our students are not, because California's probably not or, one of those, right? It's not. It says um, one of the most widely cr- cited criticisms of the Common Core state standards is that they don't require teaching students to write cursive. Interesting. That's great. Does every state um, do Common Core? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I think a lot of states actually opted out. Common Core is so annoying. I know it was hard. It was hard for people to learn, but my mom, as an educator, most educators were against it because it was new, and she like took all the trainings and everything, and she said it's, it actually is really good. Yeah. It the problem was that they just blindsided, not blindsided, but they just dropped it in. What's that word where you just? There's a word for that. It's too fucking early for me to think. What? Like um, where you stop something suddenly? Abrupt. No. That's not the word I'm looking for. I mean, that's the word. My brain is... (laughs) Cold turkey. You cold turkey stopped learning this way, and all of a sudden we're thrown into a different way of learning. That was the problem. I think And that's why everyone had a bad taste of of Common Core. core. Yeah. I think it makes it hard because 
us as parents, we didn't learn common core. Right. We didn't learn how to do things that way. Yeah. So then like when I'm trying to teach Logan something or help him with yeah, his homework, can't. I can't because I don't know how they're teaching understand. him at school. Yeah, he doesn't like, understand. We can give them the answer, but they want it broken down in a certain in way. A certain and way. like, I'm like I, dude, I have never you seen our kids do like it's school. so weird. It's crazy. Like when they when they add, they add like by 10 and it's cr- I've seen them do it like Lily is actually one of she's really good at math. And if you see her do her math, like it's insane. And the twins specifically, when I watch them do math, they do it in such a weird way that I've never seen. But it works. I mean, their brain, the the reason why they switch it is because it does work. It's just that, like Amber said, the I understand why they do it. It was just like you said, it was abrupt. It was abrupt. But I mean, it really does help you break down big numbers, the process yeah. that they're doing. I but, mean, like, we need a parents' class. I know. Well, they <laughs> they want us to help with homework. I guess they don't really expect us to help no, with homework. No, they don't. But, I mean, like, if my kid's at home frustrated not knowing how to do something, I don't want to leave him, like, oh, no, just don't do that problem. Because I don't want to teach him that, like, oh, it's okay to skip problems because then he'll I choose to be lazy. Well, that's true. Yeah, he'll they, choose to be lazy and be like, oh, I don't, wanna, I don't want to do this one. But if there is ones that I'm trying to explain to him and he really doesn't understand, like, I'll try. Right. But if he really doesn't understand it, then I'll be like, okay, skip that problem or whatever. But Logan, Logan can be lazy when it comes to school and he'll – skip stuff that he knows how to do or like the other day he he had to do three different math assignments because he had to miss miss a day of school because he had a doctor's appointment he had three different math assignments and so the first two he said he did the lesson for and the last one he said the lesson was when he was absent so he doesn't know it and so he's barely started the first one and he's stressing out and worrying about the third assignment and i'm like worry about the first two he's like i don't know how to do it i'm like you haven't even tried yeah and then um he's in his room because we're like okay you're not gonna get your phone back you're not gonna get electronics until you finish your homework and then he finished it and he was fine there is another and everything was right like everything right. Was right so he knows exactly what he's doing no he, he just does. didn't want to do it he just didn't want to do it that goes back to the montessori thing of like school time is school time and home time is yeah. home. that's because montessori doesn't typically um assign homework other than the practical life stuff and reading um but my mom actually because she's got her master's degree and she taught for several years before that but there's so much what's the word again here i am (laughs) there's so many no there's so many studies that show that homework is not beneficial to kids it's not yeah it's not i feel like when they're at school they know that they need to focus on the classwork that they're doing in class i mean can you imagine sit there like how they're not always going to focus at home because you don't know what kids what their home life is like okay they might not have the focus in like second grade i remember my kids would come home with packets with packets of homework Mm -hmm. and i'm like my kids had that like first grade they have dance soccer gymnastics all like all of these extracurricular activities that are also helping them in life and you want them to it got to a point where like lilia was dancing so much she would go to dance for four hours come home and still have an hour of homework and i was she like would. no i remember yeah, that i'm not gonna bad. do this to her i'm so sorry but this needs to be done at school like not to her but like to this like i my daughter and my kids are allowed to have a life outside of school in fact they need that yeah I feel like all kids need something. Like, Logan's got his drums. Yeah. Malachi he does will have his thing. Oh, it's going on his guitar. I love it. <laughs> it is so, guitar. I think it's so important to keep your kids to do busy. Extra. Not yeah. crazy, not crazy, but like a one or two things that they like. It is so important for them 
to have that outside of school. And when you come home with excessive amounts of homework, that's not realistic. That's no. how it was for me going to school. Lots of I'd same. Come home with yeah, lots oh, same. books and packets. Yep. And I'm like, oh, here's your weekend homework. And I'm yep. like, what the weekend. fuck? Weekend. I would weekend stay up. Homework. Yeah, I would stay up till two in the morning because I would be at dance for at least four to five hours every single day. I'd go to school, come home, go to dance, train at dance all day, come home and do homework until midnight, one in the morning, mm-hmm. and then go to school again at six o'clock the next day. It's just so kids do not, kids need to sleep and grow. It is. And I think that. The way, like Logan right now, the school that he's going to, pretty much the only homework that he gets is math. Um, So he'll like have to take his math book and do math and like everything else. He's like, yeah, my teacher's safe. If we don't finish it in class, then it's homework. Okay. Yeah, that's fair So I get that. But like back when our kids were like in elementary school, Mm -hmm. like even Lilia and I remember Logan having a whole bunch of stuff. It's just like they were having homework like we did in college. Yes. Like, like college, yeah. I get them throwing out homework for you to do on the weekend. You know, because your college. It's stupid like when child. it's busy work. Like it's it's not like this is actually not actually getting anything from this. Like you literally just having them do this because why? It's yeah. busy work. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. I think but it's like so the dumb. weekend should be their break. Oh, and it's amen. different. I feel like elementary school, middle school, high school, maybe. Yeah, because you gotta I get ready for college. Yes, and I understand them giving different. weekend homework but or first having to do and more. second graders. Yeah. They had lots of packets back then, I remember. Caden had a class because Caden and Kyson at their last school, it was required for them to um, be separate in classes. Um, they're in separate classes still to this day, but like it was school policy to separate twins. And um, the, I remember Kyson got like a teacher that people wanted and like Caden got a teacher that was really not desirable. She was Strict. old. She was ready to retire. So grumpy. And on top of that, she sent home excessive amounts of homework. And the, the worst part of it all is that when they would come back without something, like say something's not done, they would get in trouble. And that's where I have a problem is like if you it's not like these kids are lollygagging around like my kid went to soccer practice, dance class, spent time with his family and then went back to school the next day and you're getting him in trouble because he didn't do this. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's so wrong. It's too much. It is they too expect much. too much. I'm like, the, they're children. And I get I get having homework. OK, but to the excessive amount of packets or even for and the whole getting weekend him in trouble. and then getting him in trouble for not finishing it. Like, you don't know what their home life is like and they might not be able to focus at home. Yeah. So I feel like, like projects are cool. Send them yeah, with the a project that's due next projects, month. Yeah. They can work on it when they can. Yeah. Make them read. That's fair. But enough. not like, oh, do this. This is due tomorrow. Yeah. Like, that's, that's so dumb. That's too much. How much homework do your kids have? Go comment on our last Instagram post. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm so too. curious as to other states because we really only know California. And other countries too. Yeah. Like, how are they in other countries? Do they how have homework? How, I know like, a lot of them don't homework? even do homework at all. In elementary specifically. I feel like the U.S. is so behind on a lot of things like that. We so are. I'm, we struggle. It's, yeah. It's bad lately. Just <sighs> bad. I mean, we okay? still... Like, what's that TikTok? You all right? We still, <laughs> all right. We still use, like, imperial measurements. Like, the rest of the world uses metric. Right. And it's way more accurate. It's so and crazy. We determine we determine temperature by Fahrenheit, which is like you're not supposed. It's supposed to be Celsius. Celsius. I yeah, I, I don't know that. shit about Celsius. If me someone either. throws me in Celsius, I have to like Google what this <laughs> Celsius is in Fahrenheit because I don't understand. It. I don't understand Fahrenheit. Like I did a business a business call the other day um, <laughs> for a company, and he was in London, and so he was talking about the weather, and then he said it was like twenty five. So you're like, like is that 20, cold or hot? I it don't was know. 25 Celsius and people were going crazy like it was hot or he said a number that it was like, oh, people were thinking that that was really hot. Then I'm just like, 
You're like, I wish I knew what you were uh, saying. You're like, 80 degrees, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, because I don't know what you're saying. Amber's like, it's 105 here. <laughs> He'd be like, what? <laughs> like, I have no idea. Is it Celsius? Like, that. zero it, under zero is. I, I'm. Pr- uh, that's probably wrong. I'm Celsius is zero, and then Fahrenheit would be 32 degrees. Okay, yeah. So freezing is below zero. Correct. It actually makes so much sense. We really should do Celsius if that's the case. It it, sh- it should be. I think we don't know. We don't. It's actually too know. late for us. I know it's like, too late. We've already learned it. It's already ingrained in our brain. We have like, our 110 like even, degree days. Even with all of our computers and stuff, every degree that all the temperatures on your computer is measured by Celsius. That's so crazy. See, it's so weird because, like, when you if you turn on the news and and or look on your weather app, it's all Fahrenheit. You can change it to Celsius. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. It would really fuck me up, though. Like, I've gone this long with Fahrenheit. Like, I can't. Exactly. I mean, you could, but see, look, all the more reason okay. they should be taught. Um, right would, now, it's sixty three degrees Fahrenheit, seventeen degrees Celsius. Seventeen. See, I would see Celsius. I I would change my life around for Celsius. I'd see twelve degrees Celsius. I'd be like, holy shit, I'm. T- cold it's I know. cold 12 degrees what that's it's just so weird it would be so hard for us to learn that and then get used to measurements like that but it's funny because other countries like that's what they learn so it's natural for them but for us it's not so when yeah. we when we hear like people's stories or people saying something in celsius we're like what? we don't know anything about that what well guys that's enough about our ranting about the educational system in america <laughs> <laughs> on to bigger and better things like well let's get to the drama <laughs> It is time for, uh, you know, why did you fucking move like that? Why did your tummy do that? (laughs) I was getting into it. He's like body rolling. You guys. have been recording. If there was a visual for this, you would not want to see it. It was like belly rolling. It was awesome. It was was great. Okay, I'm going to zip for you. Ready, set? Zip. There it is. Just the tip. All right. Lay it on me. My best friend and I have known each other for three years now. Last October, she got into a relationship with her ex after only knowing him for three weeks. Despite me feeling that they rushed into things, I still supported her nonetheless. Him and I met for the first time in March and it went horribly. She ended up seeing his true colors and broke up with him in July. Now she unblocked him and seems to want him back in her life, but I strongly dislike him. I want to be there for her, but I'm still hurt over how he acted with me and don't know how to approach a situation without causing a fight. Okay. (laughs) Oh, dang. He cleared his throat for this. So, had a boyfriend, broke up. Oh, I thought you said you had a boyfriend. Got blocked. Unblocked Unblocked. Back together. Friend hates him still. How long were they together in the first place? On the first time. It says um, October she got with him and then broke up with him in July. So a good while. Almost a year Good while. Okay. That's a long time to see They people's... broke up in July and now she unblocked him, meaning like now, like September, I think is when they wrote the tip. So July, August, September. So they were, they've only been broken up for two months and then she now unblocked him. Got it. And wants him back in her life. So they're not dating right now. That means she couldn't find any good dick anywhere but, else. <laughs> but she seems to want him back in her life. But the best friend still hates him. Well, I mean, if it was that bad of a situation. What was, yeah, what was, the, what was the breakup circumstance? Like, why does she hate him so much? I don't she know. All say. she said is just when it went horribly okay. when they met. So that's, that's why I need more info. <laughs> if she if she unblocked him, but you're... But you're the you as the friend have a problem with her going back. Unless it was like something abusive, you 
kind of just like need to let her do what she do wants it, to do. Yeah. You can't really control. I remember having friends in high school where I'm like, don't date him. He's a douchebag. Yeah. They do it anyways. And then after, then they're like, oh, yeah, you were right. But it's like you can't make that decision for these, them. These are life lessons that need yes. to be learned, taught, experienced. Let her do her thing. Unless she's getting beat, yeah. like let her that's, do that's what she's going to do. Point. Yeah, very- unless it's domestic or dangerous or dealing with drugs, abuse, right. any of that then i would step in yeah um but if it's just like oh like he's an asshole like oh maybe he talks like an a- he speaks like an asshole or talks shit i don't know why you would hate somebody their attitude i mean maybe I, I definitely like i well for one i was in a relationship where no one around me liked the person mm-hmm. right like literally my family sat not you chris <laughs> people sat <laughs> me like, down or, or you either it wasn't you either but then my family sat me down and was like we do not think this guy is right for you and it made everything worse because then yeah. i'm just like i feel the need to prove everyone wrong yeah i feel like I, I think putting that pressure and set putting things in her head about why you don't like him is not really your place all you could do as a good friend is support don't get me wrong good job for looking out for your friend yeah. but at the same time you need to let her like experience whatever she like you can still protect her unless it's like yeah unless it's like yeah. a situation a like that situation. i would say just just support let, your let them live their life you know I had a friend recently who got into a really, really toxic relationship and same thing. They knew it was not a good decision the whole time. I knew it. She knew it and ended up going even way more south than anyone had ever thought. And I just remember trying my best to stay supportive as much Mm -hmm. as I could through it because you can't change their mind. They're going to make their decisions. And as long as you want to be that their safe space, you want to be someone in her life where if she needed to like vent to you about him, like that you could be open for that and not be biased one way or another and say, I mean, biased. Yes, but not she to have your friends know that they hate the person that you're with is not a good feeling. No. So I think the best thing to do as a friend would be to just let her make make, make her own mistakes. You don't got to fucking fake it and pretend like he's the best guy ever, but just let her make her own mistakes and be there for her if if you choose. And if you don't, then don't let I would I would let her know that you don't support the decision that she's making to either get back or talk with the guy again but at least reassure her that you're still there for her exactly i think that's great that's it for today's episode don't forget to like and rate our podcast and turn on those notifications you know you want to hear from us yeah you do Make sure to follow us on Instagram at fantastic for official where we post continuous updates. We want to hear your feedback, comments, and topic suggestions. And that's where you can reach us. You also have an option to support our podcast by clicking the link in the description of every episode. Farewell from your favorite foursome. And until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace out. Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo. 
flow or have an infection at the treatment site. May cause serious side effects, allergic reactions including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions, if you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com.